Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, and welcome to the second podcast of a podcast series about selecting your state of residence. In the last podcast, the first podcast, we talked about reasons, quantitative reasons to relocate, to change your state of residence briefly. And then we got into qualitative reasons. We listed many of those reasons and we talked about estate taxes, inheritance taxes, what they are and what states have them and what they actually mean. Today, we're going to talk about other quantitative reasons why you may want to select other states of residence. Social Security. Social Security can be a big part of your retirement income stream. For many people across the country, Social Security is the main source of retirement income. So you may be concerned with states that tax and do not tax Social Security benefits. What states tax Social Security benefits? They include Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. All of these states will tax your Social Security benefits to some degree. You may think, well, I don't want to live in a state that taxes my Social Security benefits. Fad, what what states don't tax Social Security benefits? Well, these states do not tax Social Security, nor do they tax pension income. When I say pension, I'm not talking about a 401k distribution, 403 distribution, a TSP distribution. I'm talking about a pension that you receive from your employer. After you retire, they pay you a monthly amount. Um, If you work for the government, federal employee retirement system or the civil service retirement system, you're going to get a pension from them. State governments in Maryland, if you work for the state government, you probably have a pension. These states do not tax those pensions or Social Security. Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Illinois, Mississippi, Nevada, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. All of these states don't tax pension. They don't tax Social Security. Some of the states, the reason that they don't tax those is because some states don't have an income tax at all, like Florida. But if you are going to live off of pension and Social Security, mainly for your sources of income, you're going to rely on these for your main sources of retirement income, then you should look at these states because they won't tax any of that. Next, what states don't tax income at all? Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Tennessee, and Wyoming. All of these states are not going to tax your income. It's important to note that New Hampshire and Washington State, the only thing they tax are dividends and interest. So if your nest egg is mainly in taxable investments, non-retirement accounts, if you're doing your research on what states tax income and you find a ranking or a list that says New Hampshire and Washington do not tax income, there's no income tax, well, you need to take a deeper dive because while they don't tax many sources of income, they do tax dividends and interest. So like I said, if your main bucket nest egg is in taxable investments, you should be concerned or at least recognize that if you're looking at New Hampshire or Washington State, they will tax dividends and interest and that will be your main source of income. Whereas if the bulk of your nest egg is in retirement accounts, well, then you may consider New Hampshire and Washington State as one of those states that don't tax income because for the most part, you're not going to have to pay income tax. 
Always take a deeper dive into the criteria that goes into rankings if you are doing your own research. I'll talk more about that in this podcast series. Um, And I will also say, don't let the tax tail wag the dog. I'll talk about what that means later in the podcast series. So we have seven states that tax no income, two states that tax dividends and interest, and some states that have a very low flat tax, which I kind of throw into this bucket of states that are very favorable from an income tax standpoint. These four states are Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So if you're looking at states that have low income taxes, it'll be the first seven states, New Hampshire, Washington State, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also keep in mind that state laws change. There are 50 states plus Washington, D.C., plus other Puerto Rico. All of these laws change, can change every year. So you have to keep up to date with all of the new laws, income tax laws, estate tax laws, uh, the new rates, what's changed and what hasn't changed. The rankings are going to constantly change with us, BWFA, as we update this webinar, seminar, podcast annually, but also in your own research. So from a tax perspective, we have some rankings. We have the top 10, bottom 10. What's important to note is not where your state, if you're looking at any of these states, where they lie, whether it's 110 or bottom, 50, 51, 49, 48, but where in they lie, if they are in the bottom 10 or top 10, not necessarily the actual ranking. So top 10 is Alaska, Wyoming, Nevada, Mississippi, Georgia, Delaware, Arizona, Louisiana, South Dakota, Florida, Just because Alaska is in the top 10 from a tax standpoint doesn't necessarily mean you're going to move to Alaska in retirement. can, but that doesn't mean that should drive your decision. Also, New York, New Jersey, well, bottom 10, New Jersey, New York, Nebraska, California, Montana, Oregon, Minnesota, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Vermont. Likewise, just because New York is in the bottom 10 from an income tax from a tax standpoint doesn't mean you shouldn't move there. We have, think of several clients who moved to New York in retirement because that's where family is. That's where they have the most fun. That's They enjoy themselves. They're close to uh, shows and Broadway. Understand where your tax, where your stat, state lies in these rankings, in this regard, the tax rankings. But don't let that drive your decision. It's just as important to understand where it lies, not necessarily letting the tax tail wag the dog. Next, we'll look at cost of living. What states are more expensive than others? Here, we're going to look at groceries health, combining it into one ranking, groceries, health, housing, utilities, transport, uh, clothing, repairs, entertainment, basically your daily living needs. How expensive is that? We're going to assume the average state is 100, just 100. Maryland is 29.3% more expensive to live in. That has a factor, index factor of 129.3. They call it the cost of living index. Again, it just means it's 29.3% more costs more to live in than the average state. The highest is Hawaii. It's almost double. It's 188.9, meaning it's 88.9% more expensive to live in Hawaii than any other state. DC is the second highest, 161. You probably could guess the third highest. It was either going to be New York or California if you had to guess. Well, it's California, third highest with 137.2. Although it's not that much more expensive than Maryland, but Maryland is an expensive state. Again, just because it's most expensive in these states doesn't necessarily you're gonna doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't move there. We have a client who uh, lived in Frederick, right down the road, and they wanted to move to California. So they downsized in size, upsized in price, almost three times as their, as much as their current home was worth in Frederick. Moved to California because their grandchildren were there. All three children and grandchildren were there. 
Um, they wanted to know if they could do it. Well, they could financially. They paid a lot of taxes because the bulk of their assets were in retirement accounts, so they had to take a large distribution. It worked. They could still live comfortably. So even though they were going to pay more in living expenses, pay more three times more in the uh, purchase price of the home, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes, they ripped the Band-Aid off and moved there, and they're happy because that's what they wanted to do. Just because it was more expensive didn't deter them. They just wanted to see if it worked. They understood that it was going to be more expensive, and they were willing to pay that price. Now let's look at states that have lower cost of living. We're looking at Mississippi, 86.4, which means it's 13.6% cheaper to live, less expensive in Mississippi than the average state, uh, or 86.4% of the average state. Oklahoma is second, 87.1. Arkansas is third with 88.5. Again, that doesn't mean you should move there because it's least expensive, unless that's what you want to do. But it's important to understand that it is less expensive in these states if you're looking at those states. But again, I'm not suggesting move there just because it's less expensive, but knowing that it's less, it's less expensive if you're looking at those states is what's important. Lastly, for this podcast, we're going to talk about healthcare costs. The least expensive states for healthcare costs. And this is a good example of understanding the criteria that goes into the ranking. Least expensive, Hawaii could be surprising. That's the number one least expensive state. But what does that mean? I'll tell you in a second. Least expensive, Hawaii, Vermont, Maine, New Mexico, Idaho, Oregon, South Dakota, Iowa, Montana, North Dakota. So you may think, wow, healthcare costs is least expensive in Hawaii, but it's the most expensive state to live in with cost of living, other than healthcare, of course. So you may think, well, I'm going to go to Hawaii because it's the least expensive. But what does least expensive mean? Remember when I said most expensive, I told you up front what the cost of living was. It was groceries, groceries, utilities, clothing, entertainment. Here, I'm just telling you what the least expensive is without telling you the actual definition of least expensive as it relates to healthcare. And I'll tell you in a second. Most expensive is Florida. Everybody goes to Florida. A lot of people do for retirement. Florida, Michigan, Maryland, most expensive. Massachusetts, Nevada, Louisiana, New Jersey, Illinois, Texas, Indiana. Just because Florida is the most expensive doesn't seem to be deterring people from moving to Florida. Maryland is an expensive state, also from a healthcare perspective, and I'll tell you again what that means in a second. But Maryland has great healthcare, one of the best in the countries. So many people stay here, or at least stay close to Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Virginia, so they have access to the healthcare, even though, if it is, the most expensive, or one of the most expensive. But what does that mean? This is why it's important to understand the criteria. Just because you look at a ranking, doesn't mean it's the best for you. You need to understand what it means to see if it is the best for you. So if you're thinking healthcare means preventative care, my doctor's visits, surgeries, outpatient surgeries, emergency room visits, prescriptions, it does not. And this ranking, all it means is the cost for Medicare Part D premiums and supplemental insurance premiums. These are the Medicare policies. That's all it means. So if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, or if you're on a concierge plan, if you have retiree coverage, if you do not have Medicare Part D or supplemental insurance, then this ranking has no bearing. It's not applicable to you. You should not even paying attention to this because it doesn't matter. But if you look at a ranking and someone tells you Florida is the most expensive, healthcare is the most expensive, and you make a decision based on that without understanding the criteria, well, you may be making a decision on incorrect or incomplete information. It also assumes that this is for a 65-year-old retiring today, living through age 84, totaling 20 years. 
If that doesn't apply to you, then again, throw this ranking out the window. This is why it's important if you're doing your own research, understand the rankings, why it's ranked that way, and see if it applies to you. Don't take it uh, at face value that it is the best or worst state just because it's in an article. You need to understand where it comes from. If you do read an article or ranking, they should have footnotes at the bottom. Usually online, they're clickable. Clickable and see where it comes from to see if it makes sense to you. Thank you for listening on the second podcast of Selecting Your State of Residence. We're going to wrap it up on the next slot, our next podcast uh, about the qualitative reasons. And then we'll also add in some other topics that you should consider, um, like if you want to become a snowbird, live outside of the United States, we'll go in a little bit more depth into that as well. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.